Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We're going to look ahead to next year's NFL draft. I think there could be at least five quarterbacks taken in the first round next year. That's why when we look at these drafts and we go, well, this is a a special draft when you have this number of quarterbacks who could be taken in the first round. No, get used to it. Because every team, it's sort of quarterback, it's a game of musical chairs with these quarterbacks. You just get one, you hope that uh, they stay seated for a while, Uh, you may have one that doesn't get a chair, and then the next year you start to play again. You know, who? look at the teams that are going to need a a quarterback. Like, start with the Steelers. Are the Texans going to still need one with Davis Mills? If Carson Wentz doesn't work out with the Colts, and it's so quick that you move on. Uh, the Broncos, the Raiders, Washington football team. New York Giants, Daniel Jones is on the clock here. Vikings got their guy, Kellen Mond, to replace Kirk Cousins, it looks like. But these teams move on. They fall in love quickly. What about the Saints? If it doesn't work out with Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. Panthers, Falcons. 
That's why you're going to have probably five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Doesn't mean they'll get first-round grades, but we'll talk about that coming up. Also, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. So I gave you 11 teams right there. At least half of them are going to need quarterbacks and be willing to go into the first round, it feels like. So just things to uh, keep an eye on, and uh, we'll talk about that coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The Astros payback tour is uh, live and well in New York City, Yankee Stadium last night. This is what it sounded like, at least at one point during the game, with Jose Altuve. The Yankees won that game, and uh, Dusty Baker, the manager of the Astros, is saying, hey, well, at least there was no violence here. Here's Dusty. Nothing surprised me. You know, at least there wasn't any violence. I mean, you know, they can they can say whatever they want. And, uh, you know, it sounded like a packed house tonight, even though it wasn't. And, uh, you know, we kind of accepted – I mean, we kind of expected that, uh, you know, reception. And so we'll probably get more of the same tomorrow and the next day. Yes, you will. And look, just eat it. That's all. That's all you got to do. You know, poor Dusty wasn't even there to get the World Series ring, but he's got, they should give him a World Series ring, <laughs> right? They should just say, you know what? You've earned a World Series ring. Because he's cleaning up after the elephant in the circus. Yes, Eden. That's why he's such a great manager. Because he wasn't <laughs> even there, but damn it, you're not going to push around my guys. All right. Well, the Yankees got the win. Giancarlo Stanton uh, went four for five, and uh, he has seven home runs. That's what he had the two previous seasons combined. Clayton Kershaw got yanked after allowing four runs to the Cubs' first inning on Tuesday, first time in his career that he has lasted one inning in a start. A little, a little late on the trigger there. But it feels a little mean. I don't feel like oh. we should be roughing up Clayton Kershaw no, okay. like that. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top. Thank you, Ron Burgundy. Since the beginning of the season, the Dodgers were 13-2. and They're now 4-12 and since April 18th. That's the worst in the National League, second worst in Major League Baseball. No, I, no, no, no. You're done. Good news is the Dodgers have outscored uh, their opponents more than anybody else in Major League Baseball. That's the stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. All righty. We spent some time talking about the Astros and cheating and should you vacate that title and I said, look, if I'm the commissioner and I know that the organization is cheating, not just guys who are using steroids, the organization is cheating, then I have to vacate that title. And I know we're bringing up an old story, opening up a new wound here, but it's just that's the topic today with what happened with the Astros last time. If the worst case scenario is some people you don't know yell at you in a uh, visiting ballpark, you're okay. You got to keep your millions. Nobody got suspended. If I said to the Astros, every one of them, Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Verlet, everybody, you know you're going to get caught. Would you still cheat? 
Because nobody thinks they're going to get caught when you cheat. But if Mike Fires, who is a nondescript pitcher, doesn't sit down for an interview with The Athletic and talk about sign stealing, that was the topic, and then he says that he warned his teammates. What? And that's where it started. Yes, Eden. Is it weird that I wouldn't do the garbage can sign-stealing thing, but I probably would have taken steroids? No, that's not weird. That's, I think that's kind of where I fall. Well, now, they're different, there's different levels of cheating. Because I always felt that the fact that the Players Association allowed players to cheat meant other players who wouldn't cheat, wouldn't have cheated, felt like they had to cheat to keep up with them. And I think this happened a lot in the minor leagues, from what I'm told. A lot of the players were like, he's doing it. He's going to get called up. Do I need to do it? I think the peer pressure there, let's say you're 22, 21 years of age, and everybody else is doing it. It doesn't mean you should, but I understand why you would do it. As far as an organization, where did the GM know? Manager know? Did the pitchers know? The hitters certainly knew. I would take away, I'd vacate that that uh, title. Matt in South Carolina. Hey, Matt. Hey, Dan. 6'4", uh, 230. And I just had a question. Um, do you think Barry Bonds should have vacated his home runs after getting caught with steroids? Because I truly believe it kind of tarnished the younger generation understand just how good Hank Aaron really was. And uh, yeah, but what what did they have on Barry Bonds? And you know his his trainer went to prison. Didn't go to jail. Went to prison. But what did baseball have on Barry Bonds? He didn't fail a test. There's no testing. Now, do I think Bonds cheated? Yes, I do. And 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 he's the greatest cheater of all time. Him and Lance Armstrong are the two greatest cheaters of all time because if they say, they looked at the field and they said, you know what, everybody's doing this, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be this much better than everybody else. And they both made money. Both got paid. Although Lance, I don't think, kept all of his money. I think he's had to pay back some money. But Bonds? Bonds isn't vacating any home run title. Are you kidding me? Bonds doesn't apologize for anything. Yeah, Paul. Jose Altuve, if you believe the cheating started in the 2017 season, before 2017, Jose Altuve was making $3.5 million a year. After that uh, 2017-18 run that they had, he signed a four-year contract averaging $29 million a year for the next five years. Yeah. So he will make $130 million off two great years in Houston. If there's no deterrent... It's like, you know, I've brought this up with Robinson Cano, don't you know? Cheater. Uh, he's been popped twice. Like A-Rod. A-Rod should never hold a job in baseball. If you're going to cheat the game a couple of times like that, I don't care what your excuse was. I think he said, well, I, I started using because I had to live up to that contract that I signed with the Rangers. Hmm. So that's when you started. Okay. But I can't, I can't, if Pete Rose isn't allowed into baseball, then why do we let these other guys in baseball? A-Rod's the voice of Sunday Night Baseball. Hey, everything's great. He tried to go.
go after Major League Baseball and suing people. Like, they're just crazy. Robinson Cano made over $200 million. Should he? Yes, he. Think of how much trouble baseball has caused itself by either giving immunity to players or by saying, no, 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 it's just anonymous. Don't worry about it. It'll never come out. <laughs> I mean, the steroid testing. No, yeah. it's just anonymous. Don't worry. No one will ever know your name. Wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah, McLovin. Isn't some baseball cheating kind of like cute and part of the game? Like like one of, one of the Negroes had the sandpaper. Like, I think, No, that's not cute. Well, but there's like. You're scuffing a baseball. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, Gaylord Perry with the spitball, like, it's not the end of the world. Those guys probably still got into the hall. Don Sutton seemed to have something going on. <laughs> Are there degrees of like, and they've been stealing signs. I was looking stories from since 1884, you know. Yeah, but I can steal signs from second base. Right. But, but, but not, you know, electronically. No, they've been, there's 50 cases in history where they've been doing all these crazy things to tip off hitters. Yes, and those, those they should be punished. Like, what? how do I punish you? Like, what is the deterrent? Hey, you shouldn't do that. Okay, who got fired? The manager and the GM in Houston. What happened to the players? Nothing. What happened with the Red Sox? Who got fired? The manager did. What about the players? The players benefited as well from this. So... The Astros just eat it, okay? Who's ever left from 2017? Shut up, eat it. Move on. You're going to get it the rest of the year, rest of the season. So what? You know? Yeah, Paul. And the Astros are a pretty solid team still. They're 15 and 14, but their numbers are really good this year. Can you imagine the commissioner if they make the World Series? Mm. You know, he's, he's dreading that one. Long way to go. Yeah, yeah, long, long, long way to go. All right, uh, we settle on our poll question. Is that right, McLovin? Yeah, uh, do you think the Astros' 2017 title was legit? Up to 72% say no. Milwaukee Bucks have been the NBA's forgotten powerhouse this season, and in large part because they came up short the last two seasons. But they beat the Nets for the second time in three days last time. I don't know what any of this means. Because if I'm the Nets, am I showing... Milwaukee and the Greek freak in particular, what our defensive strategy is going to be. Because trust me, if they play in the playoffs, the Nets will be a little bit more formidable when it comes to what they do with the Greek freak. This is a regular season game. And we know teams mail it in. They don't care. The Nets, Nets don't go, we got we to gotta really dig down deep, play hard, we're playing the Bucks tonight. They don't care. Once the postseason rolls around, then you're going to see something different. Look at the Miami Heat last year with the Greek Freak. They set up a defensive wall. They take down the Milwaukee Bucks. Playoff basketball, half-court basketball. And, you know, Giannis was dominant in both games, averaging nearly 40 points in three games against the Nets this season. They trail Brooklyn by one game in the uh, loss column for the number two seed. They have the tiebreaker, and I don't know if it matters. The two teams could be on a collision course to meet in the second round. But I don't think the back-to-back wins over the Nets would make the Nets panic. The thing that should make the Nets panic is how healthy are you going to be? When are you going to be healthy? And how sustainable is that? That's really the biggest question I have is, okay, hey, we got Harden back. Everybody's back. Okay. And can you stay healthy? Because these games, you're going to play more minutes. 
they're more intense. It's playoff basketball. It's more physical. It means something every game. And I wonder if that's sustainable for them. A couple other things. Uh, the Mavericks last night, uh, they jumped over the Lakers for the number five spot in the Western Conference. Both teams 37 and 28. Dallas owns the tiebreaker with the two wins in three tries against L.A. And the Lakers are just one game ahead of the Blazers, who are currently number seven in line to play in the play-in tournament. The Warriors are eighth. LeBron is not expected to play for uh, the next couple of games here. And you got some big question marks with health with both of these Lakers and the Nets. A lot of questions. Now, does this come back? If you've had an ankle injury, it, it doesn't really go away. And I think LeBron may have this for the rest of the season. Anthony Davis. Well, is, this, is his injury going to stay with him? Does it you know, resurface in the postseason? What's going on with the Nets? James Harden with a hamstring. You know, Kyrie has checked out a couple of times. Durant. They've only played seven games together. And this happened to the Miami Heat when LeBron first got there. We just thought you put them together and they win a championship. And they didn't. Yeah, Paul. We were just discussing, do you think Commissioner Silver is holding his breath that the Lakers don't end up in a one-game playoff scenario? That might, that's one good night of TV, but then you lose them for the next three weeks uh, of the playoffs. I mean, that's, yeah. just, that's a disaster. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're, if you got Golden State against the Lakers for that play-in and the Lakers won, then okay, then we're good. That's one fun night. Yeah, McLevin. Do you think it'd be good to have, there's a possibility you'll have the Knicks and the Nets play at some point and the Clippers and the Lakers play maybe in the first round. That'd be good TV, right? Sure, absolutely. Knicks, Nets, yeah. My Knicks, sure. I'm, uh, I'm all for that. Get the supplement I take every day. It's M-Drive, powerful ingredients backed by science. Get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping. You get 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refine your prime with M-Drive. We also spent a little bit of time talking about Aaron Rodgers because I don't know who leaked this information. And if it's not the Packers and it's not Aaron Rodgers, according to Adam Schefter, who leaked it and why? Here's Adam Schefter on his podcast yesterday. Clearly, this is an issue that's gone on for weeks. To me, frankly, it's amazing that it's gone on as long as it has. And there are people who said, oh, Aaron Rodgers wanted this story out the Thursday before the draft. Let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers had nothing to do with this story coming out the Thursday before the draft. Not only did he have nothing to do with this story coming out the Thursday before the draft, but my understanding is he was none too pleased about the story coming out because all it did was shine a light on the relationship between the two sides, which is at best strained right now. But Aaron Rodgers didn't want this coming out. And guess what? The Green Bay Packers didn't want it coming out. There are people who think the Packers planted it. Baloney. Okay. Maybe Aaron Rodgers had nothing to do with this. That doesn't mean Aaron Rodgers' side, team, didn't have something to do with this. You want to embarrass the Packers? They embarrassed you last year. Is it petty? Yes, it's petty. You're going to go, no, come on, he wouldn't do that. I don't know. The Packers, did they want to embarrass Aaron Rodgers to say, look how petty he is? I don't know. Was it another team? Did Denver have this information? Did Denver say, hey, 
I'm hearing uh, Rodgers wants out because Denver wants Aaron Rodgers. Like, you can't go, oh, that would never happen. Because it could happen. Yes, Eden. I could be completely wrong about this, but it's my understanding that Adam Schefter broke the story. Yes. Why is he on draft day? He broke the story. Aaron Rodgers is unhappy once out. Yeah. Why is he wondering where the information came from? Like, who told you? Well, <laughs> what do you no, mean? Was it the Packers or was it Aaron Rodgers? Like, you're the one that broke the story. Then just tell us who told you. Well, he he won't tell you. He He's telling you who it isn't. And it's neither one of them. That's what he said. But he can't tell you who it is. I want to know why it was leaked. So if I said I'd Shefty on, I'd say, you're not going to tell me who your source is. Tell me why they leaked it. That's what I want to know. Because then, if it's not Rodgers, not the Packers, okay, tell me who leaked this and why. Tell me why they leaked it. Yes, he. Yes, yeah, so just say it's not either one of those parties then. Like, it, it was a very long way of being like, because people are saying that Aaron Rodgers does want this. He doesn't want this information. And then they said this, like, say it was another team then. Or say, but now if I'm if I'm Shefty, then I don't get too specific because then you're going to realize that Denver leaked this, or the Raiders leaked this, unless it's somebody who is a rival of the Packers and wants Rodgers out of the division. I don't know, but if you're saying okay, conspiracy theory, okay, it's not Rodgers and it's not the Packers. Who would have the most to gain from this? Now, is this just gossip? Because, look, I hear gossip all the time where somebody will say, hey. But usually with gossip, somebody has an agenda with gossip. They may not like that person. They may not like that team, that GM. Like, there's so much involved in this. Um, and, and, look, there's published reports saying that this came from Aaron Rodgers' camp. No doubt about it. We'll take a break. The mock draft for next year is going to include, I think, the over-under is five quarterbacks. I'll take a pie to the face if it goes less than five. Anybody want to sign up for that? Just give it some thought there on the other side of the glass. We already have some draft bets going. I love it. (laughs) This is awesome. And don't you have an against the grain? Well, I want in on this future quarterbacks and who okay. they might be. Okay. I know you, I feel like you, do you have names? You said a number yesterday. I, I, I have some names. Okay. But I, do you want to go before Matt Miller, who's the draft expert yeah. for the mothership? I wanted to pitch some names and get your and Matt Miller okay. take to see if this possible as a first round guys. All I'll tell you is there's a quarterback at Nevada who might be a first round pick. You mean like he's in the state of Nevada? He, he, he plays at Nevada. And, and you know, there, there's some other names that you know. Yes, Pauline? The fun one in Vegas or the other one? The, uh, the, the other one. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Was it Kaepernick in Nevada? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's take a break here. Uh, 21 after the hour. We'll get to more phone calls as well. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Oh, what do I have here? Discover the Discover credit card. Thank you for those who have uh, taken me up on this offer. You don't have to thank me. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. Amazing. In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of all the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. 
So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations do apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer.
Miller Lite. Yes, we are celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Beer braised chicken tacos with jalapeno relish. Nobody's got it better than we do. Traeger grills are all fired up there. All right, McLovin, before I get to a professional, Matt Miller, ESPN Draft contributor, I want you to give us your thoughts on the quarterbacks for this next year's draft. I already told you, I'm going over, under, I'm going five quarterbacks or more first round next year. Okay, I want to give you a couple against the grain names. Okay. There's some big names that we know, like Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler. I'm going to give three sort of dark horses, maybe they're not dark horses anymore, and see if... Uh, you or Matt think okay. I'm crazy. Okay, I'm going to start with Malik Willis, Liberty. He's starting to get a lot of love this week. Mm. He's an Auburn transfer okay. who uh, blew up Coastal Carolina in the bowl game. Okay, uh, Matt Corral, Ole Miss quarterback, because he's got Lane Kiffin as his coach, and he's a gunslinger, and he's really exciting. Uh, was I, he at USC? I don't think so. Maybe he was. He might have been. All these guys have transferred at least once. I don't okay. think so. Okay. Uh, and then my dark, dark, dark horse. And this is just because I saw him play. The Coastal Carolina quarterback, and I had to look up his name, Grayson McCall, was a three-star recruit. Kind of looks like Mac Jones. I feel like a Coastal Carolina quarterback would be a great story. He's my dark, dark horse. He's kind of young, but he'd be eligible. So those are my three dark horses. Malik Willis, Matt Corral, and Grayson McCall. All right. Not sure if you stole Matt Miller's thunder. By the way, I don't think so. By the my way. two favorite players are not skill position players: Derek Stingley Jr. and uh, Kyle Hamilton, the uh, safety out of uh, Notre Dame. Stingley's LSU, right? He's yeah, they're sorry. Yeah, but uh, Hamilton at Notre Dame. He reminds me of Mel Blunt. He's like, like looks like he's six four. You said safety, did? Yeah. Oh wow. Let's bring in Matt Miller. I, maybe we don't need you, Matt. Did we just steal all your draft thunder for next year? Yeah, I think so. McLovin's got it. I mean, you might want to keep him. Give him a raise. ESPN's going to try to give him my job with all that <laughs> dark horse quarterback. Come on. Okay, over under five quarterbacks taken in the first round next year. Are you going over or under? Uh, I think that's right on the money. Uh, I will say this. I have 14 quarterbacks rated already for next year. 14 legitimate quarterbacks, not to mention the two that I now have to add to my list. Thanks to Andrew. 14 quarterbacks, a lot more than there were in last year's class. I mean, we, what do we see eight drafted. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more quarterbacks drafted, but we haven't seen six in the first round yet. So maybe next year's the year, but there's not that clear cut. Trevor Lawrence type guy headed into the year. It'll be a lot of players who have to develop and ascend, whether that's, you know, Sam Howell at North Carolina after losing his top two receivers and top two running backs. Keaton Slovis has a ton of playmakers around him. His offensive line is going to be a little bit young, but there's not that established big name right now. All right. Run down some of the other quarterbacks here. At least we can keep an eye on this upcoming season. Well, I don't want to inflate your ego too much here, Dan, but you hit the nail on the head with Carson Strong. That's my dude for next year. And I thought he was going to be the guy where I would get to come in here in like August and puff my chest up and be this like, this is the Nevada quarterback. quarterback Nevada. Yeah. He's, he's good though. Six foot four, 220. He's got a, a huge arm. He can do enough off platform. I hate comparing players when they have the same name. It feels lazy. But when you watch him, you see a lot of Carson Wentz. Like, he's a big quarterback with a big arm and good mobility. So, I would not be surprised if he ends up the number one quarterback next year. Spencer Rattler has been in Oklahoma, it feels like, forever. But he's actually just a third-year player. If you're looking for this year's 
Kyler Murray or Zach Wilson, the undersized quarterback who's just going to run around in the pocket and make crazy things happen. I think Spencer Rattler is one of those players. Malik Willis at Liberty is another uh, who McLovin mentioned. He's Malik Willis, 6'1", 210. He is an electric athlete, probably has the strongest arm in next year's class. But then they're kind of your traditional power. Sam Howell at North Carolina. Phil Jerkovic, who transferred from uh, Notre Dame to Boston College and looks like he will be an NFL-level quarterback. So plenty of guys to fall in love with between now and, and Labor Day when we kick this thing back off. Looking back on the draft, which team changed the most with the NFL draft? I think Carolina. And, and you have to include the Sam Darnold trade in there. So they've got a new quarterback. They added a very good corner in J.C. Horn in the first round. They got Terrace Marshall, Jr., wide receiver in the second round. Brady Christensen, a tackle in the third. And then I thought they really cleaned up on day three. Chuba Hubbard will play. We, we know Christian McCaffrey is going to move around. He got hurt last year. Mike Davis had to step in a lot. I think Davion Nixon, the D tackle from Iowa, he's going to play. And they drafted a long snapper, Thomas Fletcher from Alabama. So we know <laughs> he's going to play. Uh, so, I mean, they got six or seven contributors in this first draft for Scott Fitterer. But – I always look at strategy. I don't necessarily look at the player. Uh, yeah. It's like the Raiders with taking uh, Alex Leatherwood. Right. Like where you took him. It's not him as much as where you took him. You know, the Steelers taking Najee Harris. Okay, did you need to take him there? Uh, you know, Carolina decided not to take Justin Fields or Mac Jones. You know, that they were going to go with Sam Darnold, who if he plays well, is going to cost them an awful lot. Like, did you understand whose strategy did you question and whose strategy did you praise? I mean, I, my job is to question everyone's strategy almost, <laughs> right? I mean, we can even start with San Francisco. or Hell, we can start with the New York Jets. It'd be like, the, you know, is Zach Wilson going to be better than Sam Darnold? Did you give enough framework and structure around him that uh, that's actually going to work? Uh, historically, New York Jets quarterbacks don't pan out. So if you want to bet on who's going to bust, you just play the odds and take the Jets quarterback. But, you know, the Niners gave up a historical amount of draft capital. Uh, the researchers at ESPN told me that is the most a team has given up for a quarterback since Washington traded up for RG3. We know how that worked with the Shanahans. So you, that's a lot of draft capital to give up. And then I thought after Trey Lance, San Francisco reached for Aaron Banks, who's a good player. They reached for Ambry Thomas in the third round. I don't know anyone who had a third round grade on him. And they traded up to take a running back who's been hurt every time he's touched the football, basically, in Trey Sermon. Then they drafted another running back in Elijah Mitchell. So for all of the, like, we get stars in our eyes when we think about yeah. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. They've yeah. had one winning season. And I think outside of Trey Lance, who I loved, that was a very questionable draft for them. And that's something that, remember, this team drafted C.J. Beathard in the third round, Joe Williams in the third round after he had basically retired at Utah. And so they have not done a great job outside of George Kittle with their mid-round picks, which is where you have to build your team. So I think you can question their strategy. I liked Washington's strategy, to be honest, to not take a quarterback at, at night or not to trade up from 19 to get a quarterback to give up a future first round pick where next year's draft looks to be a lot deeper. There's going to be a lot more information. So teams like the Giants, the Eagles, the Eagles will have three first round picks next year. The Giants will have two. The Dolphins will have two. Those teams are loaded for next year where the draft looks deeper. You're going to have a full college football season. We're going to be able to go into schools. We're going to have a combine. So I would have rather had more picks for 2022 and less for 2021. Let me propose this to you, and I'm wondering if I could uh, have an honest answer out of Kyle Shanahan. If I said prior to making the deal with the Dolphins, keep those draft picks and you can trade for Aaron Rodgers. That's what I've been saying. 
That's I've I've been saying that to anyone who will listen to me. You had to have done your due diligence before Thursday, which is when everyone's saying that that call took place. Uh, I was standing with Adam Schefter when he broke the news. And it does not sound like this is something that just happened Thursday morning and Adam decided to break it. It sounds like this has been an ongoing situation. You know, Aaron but, but who has benefits, of- though? Why Why would somebody leak this? Shefty said it's not Rodgers. It's not the Packers. Right. So I don't know who benefits. Why be fair, would like, you leak this? Not who. You, why? Right. I mean, I think you leak it day of the draft because you're hoping someone will make that phone call and the pressure of the deadline will cause some action. But I, to your point, Dan, San Francisco should have been calling every day. If you could have had Aaron Rodgers for three first round picks, you have to do it. He's a NorCal guy. He wanted to be drafted by your organization originally. And uh, my conspiracy theory was that's where he would end up after the 2021 season. So that got blown to bits. But I do think like, yes, you should have been calling. And a lot of other teams should have as well. I mean, Obviously, the Chicago Bears, the Packers are not going to trade Aaron Rodgers there. But every other team, maybe outside of Kansas City, the Chargers and the Bills and the, Buc- and the Buccaneers and but, the Buccaneers. But, but the Rams, the Rams made a call in January. Like yeah. they kicked the tires in January before they made the deal with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, it does feel like teams got impatient, though. Even you could even say San Francisco got impatient by trading up when they did to give up what they did. I don't think Atlanta was going to draft Trey Lance. We know Cincinnati was not going to draft Trey Lance. Did you have to get to three? I know that they'll come out and say we needed to get to three so we can control the process, so that we could put these guys through all the tests and everything. I still think they overpaid. Great to visit with you, Matt. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Sounds great, Dan. Have a good day. That's Matt Miller, ESPN Draft contributor. I like when we have guests on and they agree with me. Yeah. If I'm the Niners... And I could trade three first, and I could trade a third-round pick, and I could get Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Absolutely. Rodgers would want to go. Now, you got to convince the Packers that, hey, you can make Aaron the bad guy, but you got to trade him. Now, if you want public sentiment on your side, you can do that. Now, you just have to be sold on Jordan Love being your future because that's what this is all going to come back to. Like, this is where you lose your job. You know, you drafted him. You eventually had to trade Aaron Rodgers. And then you find out Jordan Love can't play. Or maybe you find out, oh, my God, this guy is unbelievable. Yes, we're so happy we moved on from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Paul. And if you're the Packers GM, that's the coolest job in the entire state. There's no second job in the entire state if you're from there that's even close to that. You want to keep that one as long as you can. Dennis in New York joins us on the topic. Hi, Dennis. Hey, Danny. How are you? Good, sir. Hey, it's kind of been a little bit of a freaky Friday situation here uh, in New York. Me as a Packer fan, uh, I feel like a Jets fan this week. Uh, Green Bay management has just, I, I don't know what they're thinking. But what I wanted to touch on is the Packers cap situation and Aaron Rodgers' contract, yep. which kind of pulls – uh, this whole trade this year, uh, not it's not going to happen. Like the Packers, they, if they trade or cut Rodgers, it's thirty-eight million against cap this year. Next year, it's more reasonable at seventeen million. It's just not going to happen. And next year, if you look at the Packers' cap, they're almost dead last in, in cap space. They, they, it's a poison pill. They have to get rid of Rodgers. Yeah, but they say this about Carson Wentz that it was such a, an enormous cap hit. 
and Carson Wentz got traded. Uh, by June 1st, if uh, is, it's more conducive to trade Aaron Rodgers. I still think he stays with Green Bay, but I'm in the minority. I, I just think at some point... Now, do I think that Aaron is the same as Russell Wilson? No. Because I... I, I don't think, I mean, Russell is, wasn't doing things behind the scenes. I mean, he said it publicly. And I, I think he just wanted to get the attention of the Seahawks. I, wanted, I think he wanted people to understand what is going on with the Seahawks and his relationship. And uh, I don't think he was hiding. I don't think he was, you know, leaking things. It was just, hey, this is my frustration here. Aaron Rodgers may be frustrated, but it feels like it's just bits and pieces. Like there's breadcrumbs here of uh, leaked information here. And the Packers didn't leak it and Rodgers didn't leak it. Okay. Take a break. More phone calls back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Sockers pass. Hughes. Butcher. Devils keep this on the perimeter, on the delayed call. Hughes. Saka Cuts in. Backhander. He scores! Courtesy of MSG Network, Devils play on the road next against the Islanders Thursday night. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations do apply. I saw this story where DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks is slated to participate in a track and field event on Sunday in the 100-meter dash. He did not run track at Mississippi, but he did in high school. He ran a 4-3-3-40 in uh, the 2019 NFL Combine. I don't know much else about this, uh, but he'll be one of 16 sprinters competing in the Golden Games. There's 24 spots remaining to compete in the U.S. Olympic Trials, Metcalf can automatically qualify for the Olympic trials if he runs a 10.05 or faster. If he clocks in as one of the fastest guys uh, per Yahoo Sports, the time needed to qualify for the 2016 Olympics was 10.16. I'm guessing he's going to find out the difference between track speed and football speed. He's really fast, but these guys that he's going against are really, really fast. Yeah, Paul. Call Buda Baker from the Cardinals. Have him walk 10 feet in front of you with a ball in his hand. He'll run a nine flat. Make a, make a TV event. This is basically the USA track and field tweeted him months ago when it happened. And he said, why not? Have some fun. And they're going to get a lot of ratings on. Uh... Yeah, you got, they already got publicity on this. They, yeah. they probably weren't getting much publicity at all. He ran over 22 miles per hour when he uh, ran down Buda Baker in one of the more impressive highlights from this past season. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. It feels like because of the story, the magnitude of it, and now the number of people who are going to be involved in this, you're going to start to get some details, gossip, that have to do with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's already started to leak out. There's information. There's reports, gossip, and that's what's going to happen. Because people are trying to figure this out. Like, what is next? What's going to happen? 
Who's saying what? You know, the fact that we don't know who even put this story out there on draft night, as Schefter has said, it wasn't the Packers and it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Now that leads to the speculation of, A, do I believe that? And B, if not those two parties, who has something to gain here? Is it just somebody who wants to gossip? Is it somebody who strategically said on the afternoon of the draft? And plus, in the afternoon of the draft, there are things that could still unfold. If it happened when the Packers were on the clock, and all of a sudden, Mike Greenberg goes to Adam Schefter and goes, Shefty, what do you have? I'm hearing this. Now the Packers can't do anything about it. Like if they wanted to make a deal or a team wanted to make a deal, they can't do anything there. But early afternoon, that's a whole lot of time. And that's where I wondered, did somebody leak this? Who wants Aaron Rodgers? Did Aaron Rodgers want to embarrass the Packers, in particular the GM, Brian Gutekunst? Did the Packers want to make it seem like Aaron was being petty in case they do trade him? I don't know. But those are questions that I, that I would ask or I'd at least try to find answers to. And I think that's what's interesting to keep an eye on. What is going to come out? And things will come out. And it's probably going to get pettier, uglier, and does it lead to an eventual trade? You still have to, if you're Green Bay, you don't have to do anything. But at some point you have to go, what can we get in return? What is the benefit of trying to slug this out with Aaron? But I would be accepting phone calls. You don't have to initiate. Because you can say that publicly. We didn't initiate. That's what the Seahawks, I told you that they did not initiate anything with Russell Wilson. They got calls. They did not initiate anything. And if you're Green Bay, you got a call from the Niners already. I would expect one from the Denver Broncos. And maybe it's a longer call than you had with the 49ers. But I think you owe it to your team and to your fans, do the best deal for you. If the best deal is giving Aaron a contract extension, I don't believe the GM should be fired. But, like, what is the best deal that you can do? Is it keeping Aaron? Then you've admitted that Jordan Love was a mistake. Uh, If you can get, you know, three first-round picks, if you can get a starter. Imagine you're the Broncos. You you drafted uh, Patrick Sertan. All right, he's involved in the, he'll, he'll be in the deal. I put him in the deal. Then you put in some draft picks as well. If you want to send Drew Locke as a bridge quarterback there, okay. But absolutely, absolutely positively. But, you know, there, once again, there, there's, there's a lot of petty things that are going to come out. Uh, this was in The Athletic. According to sources, Rodgers has mocked Brian Gutekunst in group chats with teammates in Green Bay, referring to the GM as Jerry Krause. That's the, uh, the late GM of the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan used to make fun of Jerry Krause calling him crumbs because he always had crumbs all over his shirt from lunch. But uh, Michael did not like Jerry Krause, even though Jerry Krause helped Michael be the greatest player of all time by drafting great players. 
Yes, Paul. Dan, I'm very glad you put that last sentence in because the Packers would kill to have a guy like Jerry Krause running a franchise. Yes. He might not have been the most affable guy or whatever, but he made some decisions that were better than Michael Jordan's decisions and helped, like you said, helped him win all those titles. Uh, Elsewhere in this article, if the Packers sit on Rodgers for the entire season, he would be out $14.7 million dollars and a half million dollars in a workout bonus. Uh, His contract runs through 2023. This is in The Athletic, Bob McGinn. If the Packers decide to trade Rodgers, chances are they wouldn't send him to a team in the NFC. I've told you about that. Uh, Based on reports of what the Bears offered the Seahawks for Russell Wilson, the market value for Rodgers could be three first-round picks, if not more. Well, keep in mind, you could have your choice of any defensive player on the Bears with Russell Wilson and those first-round draft picks. And Russ is, what, five years younger than Aaron Rodgers. And no, Aaron Rodgers for Russell Wilson, that trade's not going to happen. We'll check in with the Yankees, Michael Kay, on the atmosphere last night with the Astros in town, back after this. One more item, second hour, when Odyssey created their white-hot putters. That was 20 years ago. It ignited a putting revolution. Most iconic, most played, most sought-after putter insert of all time is back. White Hot OG line of putters from Odyssey. White Hot OG is defined by the famous urethane insert that golfers everywhere have come to love. And uh, almost mythical combination of the sound, the feel, the roll. Tour players and amateur golfers alike can rejoice. The return of the cherished icon. And Odyssey took it beyond a simple reintroduction. The original White Hot designs have been completely reimagined. Two ball, the Rossi, number seven. Rest of the head shapes sport modern upgrades and fine surface milling for the ultimate premium look to inspire confidence over the ball. White Hot OG putters feature the most popular insert of all time. Beautiful balance of nostalgia and craftsmanship. Iconic. See the White Hot OG family of putters today. OdysseyGolf.com At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.